When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've hit the final week of the pro football regular season. Oh my gosh. And the college football season is heading to the national championship. DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. New customers can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So let's wind down the season with a big win and a glass of wine. Okay, or just the win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the faster you can run, and the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, even at 3.26 a.m., Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos Firing Podcast. I'm Brandon Perner here with Will Keys and Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer have been ousted. And before you guys go crazy talking smack about Vic Fangio, remember he is a person, a good guy, not the best coach. Don't need to crap on him. But if you want to crap on Pat Shermer, that's totally fine. That's okay. That's okay, because <laughs> God damn it, our soul has been cleansed as we have ridden Satan from the Broncos offense in one Pat Shermer. A lot to discuss now that we know Vic Fangio is out. Uh, there were some questions on whether or not George Payton would move on from him. After firing him, he said he was the best coach he's ever worked with, which is a weird thing to say about the guy you just fired, but whatever. Uh, Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. And if you want to put my kid through college, uh, my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. Will, good to see you today. Um, Great to see you. Great to see you. Well, your initial thoughts here on the the firing of uh, Fangio and Shermer. And Tom McMahon's gone too, I believe. So, right, right. Well, first of all, I just like to say that I'm I'm glad to see you healthy. 
alive on your feet, sort of. Um, I'm assuming you're on your feet at some point to walk down the stairs and into the basement to do this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We were supposed to live stream the game yesterday, um, but that didn't work out because uh, you got injected with uh, the the COVID booster. I got the booster in. Fucked really me screwed up. You up. 102 <laughs> fever with that. 102. God damn. With, with uh, the booster. I, and you had to sit through the Broncos Chiefs, which I can't which is probably worse than any any of the symptoms you actually got. No, uh, actually that game was fun. Um and it worked out exactly the way I wanted it to. It did. Like, it did. People were really upset when uh the fumble happened and they returned it. I was actually relieved because I'm look. I'm like, this is going to put us top 10 for the draft right now. You know, uh, it's going to help them ultimately, especially if the football team wins today and the Bears win today. They can move up, I think, like to eight. They so, can move up to seven. All the way to seven. So seven. like, so we need the the Bears are winning currently. We got to hope that that keeps up. Yeah. The football team is winning. And I, I don't see any scenario where Jake Fromm – brings back the giants um if they do uh you know i promise to do something sexual with adam uh and <laughs> kidding uh and then we have the the falcons need to beat the saints i believe or maybe it's the other way around no something yeah with that we want game. the we want the falcons to win for sure um right. here's the the tankathon draft order so what it comes down to with these teams that could end up having the same record as the Broncos is the strength of schedule. And so the reason we need Atlanta to win is because they have a worse strength of schedule, which means they would get the, the more favorable pick. But if um, Seattle wins, Chicago wins, Washington wins, Falcons win, Broncos can end up all the way at number seven there. So that's what you're seeing. <clears throat> And yeah. had they won yesterday, that you know, we're talking about them picking possibly down at 13 or 14. So it is it a big a difference. Thing. And I think what people forget is like that's your your positioning in every round. You know, it's not just this one pick in the first. You have better positioning every round. So as much I get it. It was a weird game yesterday against the Chiefs because as they were playing well, I'm rooting for them as much as I can be with a, you know, deathly fever in bed. But I was excited to see him play well. I was excited to see Drew Locke make some plays with his legs. Uh, but I was relieved that they lost. If I'm being very honest. So no, it was um, it was a very watchable game. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Watching that 23 yard touchdown run from Drew Locke got me fired up, and I was like, Ah, come on, <laughs> let's beat the Chiefs. Let's do it. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, Bears just scored, by the way. Andy Dalton. Speaking of quarterbacks running for touchdowns, Andy Dalton there we go. looks faster than Justin Fields right there. Um, <laughs> but it didn't have to. They didn't have to lose in such humiliating fashion with that that scoop and score. Yeah, uh, Melvin Ingram was, you know, he just Houdini himself into the backfield there and blew up Melvin Gordon. Yeah, um, I. I mean, people were we're quick to shit over shit all over Melvin Gordon, but I don't blame him for fumbling when he's hit. No, immediately. Like as soon as he gets the ball, 
he looks up and is blasted by yeah. By Ingram. Well, so the the Chiefs had like nine guys in the box, and it's like you're not going to run right now, are you? And then I think that was honestly on Drew Locke for not checking out of that play. Ooh, oh, <laughs> all right. Sorry, Tom. Tom. Complained, Sorry, Tom. complained about something that matters. My uh, God. Got the grassy posse rating us. Tom and I will be streaming tonight the Raiders uh, Chargers game. So uh, <clears throat> Packers I can't wait struggling for that with game. the Lions. Yeah, that's the Raiders be a fun could game. could be in the playoffs before that game starts too. Yeah, because the Colts are losing to the <laughs> freaking Jags. Uh, it's the ultimate monkey there. ranch right now. Oh yeah. Okay, you're a little bit ahead of me. Okay. Um, yeah, but. All right, so back to that game. It was it was a fun watch, um, but it did showcase a lot of the Vic Fangio experience, and that I yeah. think the defense played pretty well. Um, yeah. But when the you know the rubber hits the road, he always finds a way to make the worst in-game decision possible. And uh, I know he said that the analytics um, said that kicking the field goal on fourth and nine was the right play. Uh, but I saw a stat that said the win percentage, the chiefs win percentage went up 14 points um, when they kicked the field goal. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of analytics he's looking at. Um, there is no like necessarily like standard for analytics. I think, yeah. I think what we learned is never trust math. Will. Math can be tricky. I've always had a complicated relationship with math. Um, I, you know, do we both make football videos on the internet for a living? That's true. Uh, math has never been in the cards for you or I, I'm assuming. No, just basic math to a certain yeah. point. So I think that was, I think Vic Fangio's fate was decided yesterday or before yesterday. It had to have been. Because I think he had the guys ready to go and, and playing well in a game that didn't matter. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but we got to see, you know, we got to see kind of the whole the whole Fangio roller coaster, which is that, you know, he's he's a really good coach in some respects, especially on defense. Um, but he's got a few fatal flaws that keep you from getting over the top. Yeah. Uh, one fatal flaw is not giving him an elite quarterback. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, super chat, $20. Burnt nice. brass. At this point, I feel like Tom McMahon is kind of like Milton from Office Space. <laughs> he was fired years ago and no one noticed. He just keeps coming to work and mumbling. Yeah. Uh, he was, as he was told, he could keep his uh, Deontay Spencer. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty fun, funny. Hopefully, this doesn't end. Uh, the same way as office space. Oh, Washington football team just picked six as the Giants. Yes, okay. baby. Yes, You're in baby. business. And um, just to clarify, Andy Dalton was down at the one-yard line, and on third and goal, he got sacked for a loss of 15 yards. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. So okay. Fangio out. Um, it's just a we know player. that. We – kind of went through like a, a coach by coach who we wanted for the next Broncos head coach in the last podcast. Oh my God. The Jaguars just pick off the Colts. Oh, 
my Dude, God. Carson Wentz sucks. Like, that's my takeaway from the Colts is he is not elevating. Like, it's been the last, like, month, too. It's not just, like, this game. But, man, uh, he feels like if the Broncos were keeping Vic Fangio and they were going to bring in another veteran, he feels exactly like the quarterback that they would target based on the past alone. I have faith George Payton is going to uh, – thanks, Bad Jam Beard, saying I'm the funniest guy in clickbait. I'm going to tell those other guys to suck it on Thursday. <laughs> um, I, feel like, oh, no. I feel like George Payton's going <clears> to <throat> bring in the right guys. Um, Ed Donatel still on, on the roster. The new coaching staff, uh, uh, the new head coach, he's going to have – you know, final say on well, that, who... that's important because Pat Shermer and Tom McMahon are technically they've not been fired. Well, I thought Shermer's been told he's gone. I think technically, but nothing's official yet because it's up to the next head coach, as it should be. Um, so we will know immediately whether or not our head coach is a dunce. Mike Kliss um, reported that the Broncos have also fired Pat Shermer. Is that true? Because he had a report earlier saying that it hasn't been done technically. I think he clarified. Um, hmm. But I'm not going to argue with you because you're probably 8 right. 8.38 a.m. Let's see here. Going through the timeline here. And make sure we're not looking at the fake mic list because I've gotten fooled a couple of times. Oh, yeah. He clarified later. No one from Fangio's coaching staff has been fired. There is an expectation Shermer and other coaches will be moving on. Peyton talked to all coaches this morning, told them the new head coach will determine coaching staff. Oh, my God. My whole video where I said Shermer was fired is not correct. Uh, I think it will age pretty well. Yeah. Even the title of this video is wrong. I think we'll be okay. You know, like (laughs) – it's okay if I make this mistake, but Mike Kliss reporting it and then tweeting and not notifying me that Shermer is still technically there. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay, so we've got Jordan Love in for the Packers. Um, this is just a weird game. This is a weird day of football officially. The Lions are up 11 on the Packers. Maybe not so weird because they were cursed. And the Colts can't do anything against Jacksonville. No. It's I said in the predictions. Absurd. Uh, you key, Defenses are keying on Jonathan Taylor and asking Carson Wentz to beat him, and he can't do it right now. No. No, he can't. <laughs> I mean, the Colts could end up, you know – losing their first round pick in the Carson Wentz trade and not making the playoffs after all of this. And that is so incredibly tragic. Yeah. Because watching how this final game is playing out, you would probably spend that first round pick on a quarterback at this point, seeing how limited they are right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Colts are kind of tied to Wentz for next season because he's got like a lot of money on his contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, $22 million, $28 million cap hit. They could cut him and take a $15 million dead cap hit. 
But yeah, I expect if they lose, the Colts will be drafting a QB. Uh, the Broncos may be drafting a QB. So yeah, here's yeah, another two- point too. Um, sorry to cut you off, but we're talking about like the 15th overall pick versus the seventh pick. Like what? Even if you, so, if you're drafting someone, obviously that's that's eight spots. Um, but if you're trying to trade that pick away to someone like Seattle or Green Bay, the seventh overall pick is so much so much more attractive uh, than a pick right in the middle of the you know right in the middle of the first round because and and the additional picks too, second round, third rounder, yeah, um, those all grow in value, uh, not quite as exponentially. But if you look, just look at drafts, look at the history of the few drafts and watch the quality of the players start to drop off a little bit after around 10 or 11. That's really the bubble where things start to get a little bit watered down. But picking in that, that top 10, especially that top seven, like there's probably like seven or eight, you know, like they say, blue chip guys in every first round. Yeah. And if, you know, if you have a spin at the wheel in the first seven, like you're feeling pretty good. So, yeah, it's humiliating to lose to the Chiefs 13 times, but it's, uh, it'd be almost more humiliating to, to lose or to win, to break that streak in a meaningless game and lose out on a potentially a really good player. 100%. Um, I'm going to tell you guys about DraftKings and then I'm going to get into, the most updated list I have of who the Broncos may bring in to interview for the next head coach. Oh, yeah. Paul, I missed your super chat. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. Here it is, Paul. Here it is, Paul. My bad. Tom McMahon is just trying to be a good dad. He is embarrassed for his son, Mitt, who broadcasts how dummy is daily on McAfee. <laughs> uh, Paul Severance is especially uh, appropriate. Last name, yeah. Paul conversation about firing for Tim McMahon. Yeah. All right, DraftKings. They're a sports book. They're the sports book who loves me, so I love them. They support this channel. You should support DraftKings if you want to do some sports betting. It's the final week of regular season football, concluding as we speak. But DraftKings has unbelievable offers to get all fans in on the action. Uh, this final football Sunday, maybe you want to bet on the afternoon games. At this point, you can bet $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they win, you can win $200 in free bets. That applies to tonight's Sunday night game between the Chargers and Raiders as well. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for bigger payouts. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. People who bet on the Jags to win probably feeling pretty good right now. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever the hell you want. I usually do it on the toilet, so just think about that. Think about me on the toilet. Have you thought about it? Come on. Think about it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, DNVR, DNVR. Just one of those. Just one DNVR when you sign up to turn $200 in free bets to turn $5 into $200 in free bets if the team you bet on is victorious. Code DNVR. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. 
Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. So I'm looking at the uh, Mike Kliss list. The Kliss? The Kliss. Can you find the Kliss? (laughs) I've been searching for a long time. All right. So he's got Doug Peterson. Yeah. Will is still searching. I obviously found it once. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. (laughs) Uh, All right. Number one, he's got Doug Peterson at the top of his list here. I don't know if these are ranked or if they're just listed. I think they're just listed. I don't know about Peterson. I don't know about Peterson. Here's the guy I like. Nathaniel Hackett. I'm just glad to see he's on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got Dan Quinn, who it feels like is the actual front runner based on reports on who George Payton likes. Here's Pat a surprise backwards one. runner front. Front runner. Here's the surprise name. Gerard Mayo, inside linebackers coach from the Patriots. First time I've heard his name mentioned as a possible head coaching candidate. Yeah, he uh, um, he interviewed with the Philadelphia Eagles last year. Oh, did he? Um, yeah, and apparently he was pretty impressive. Uh, oh. However, I think going from linebackers coach to head coach is, I don't know, that's kind of a big jump, right? It's a big leap. Uh, Patriots coaching trees notoriously tend to wither and die when they're not being fed by Bill Belichick. So that's a concern. Holy shit. Carson Wentz just threw another pick. You idiot. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, I will take Gerard Mayo as Broncos head coach. If he brings in Chad mustard as tight ends coach. (laughs) Uh Oh, uh Oh, can a hill football though. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Then. We got Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator for the Bengals. That's interesting. Eric Bieniemy, Chiefs OC. That's Brian Dable, Bills OC. Byron Leftwich, Buccaneers uh, OC, and Kellen Moore. So a lot of these guys we kind of talked about. Um, anybody from this list get you? Here, okay, I'll, I'll ask you this. What are your thoughts on Brian Callahan, Cincinnati's OC, Will? Yeah, he is the the son of former Raiders head coach, Bill Callahan, oh. who famously um, led the Raiders to the Super Bowl. That was his team and his team alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really know a ton about him, uh, to be honest, other than I think he's done good work with Cincinnati. But, I mean, that's not always the standard, right? Like, you can, you can pick up a guy who's, who's looked good with um, a lot of talent around him, and it's hard to attribute that, you know, that success to him. Um, you can also look like at a guy uh, like Nathaniel Hackett, who we've talked about, has done both, has been incredibly, yeah. incredibly successful with Aaron Rodgers, um, gotten more success out of Aaron Rodgers than anyone else has. Uh, in my opinion, since 2011. Yeah. And he's also done it with 
the Bills with with Kyle Orton and Blake Bortles. So it's not always the coverage's been bare for for Hackett a couple times, and he, he's still gotten a lot out of his situation. Um, and when he's got the best quarterback in the NFL, he makes sure that he plays like the best quarterback in the NFL. He's about to win back-to-back MVPs. I think that's that's worth something. And it's not like you know Devontae Adams is one of the best receivers in the NFL, but there's not a ton behind them. Yeah, uh, you can like if you really want, you can limit one guy like Devontae Adams in a game somewhat. You can game plan for one guy. Uh, you can't game plan for Aaron Rodgers. Like he's going to exploit whoever he has available to him. So I think you're right in that Hackett deserves credit for getting the best out of Aaron Rodgers. Nobody really talks about that. Um, And I think my concern with Brian Callahan would be exactly what you said, which is the Bengals offense looks really good because they are stacked with talent and they hit a slam dunk when they drafted Joe Burrow. Thomas, appreciate the super chat. Uh, Yes. I, my biggest flaw on this podcast is not listening to Will when he is finishing a joke as I am looking and thinking about the next thing I want to say. So I got to be better. So, yeah, I would say right no, I think now, it works like, this way. I think it works this way. Yeah, if I just glaze over your jokes. Yeah. <laughs> the people who get like, it, they uh, get it. They hear. They hear you. Um, yeah. I think Hackett feels like my my number one choice. George Payton said he's not necessarily looking for an offensive-minded head coach. He's looking for a head coach to be just a leader, which, you know, makes Smart. sense. And Smart. I agree with that. But that said, you need a well-rounded head coach as well, who, if things aren't going well on the offense, can actually provide input to, I think – make them better. And I feel like we didn't get that with Vic Fangio. Um, It feels like the offense was at the mercy of just the offensive coordinator. And, uh, and like, I don't know what happens behind the scenes, but it feels like all Vic could do is be like, Hey guys, we need the offense to be better uh, this week. And that would be his conversation with Pat Shermer. Um, Dan Quinn is a guy players like, um, I think that's important to remember. I don't, I, I think a lot of people are put off by Dan Quinn in terms of mm-hmm. Broncos fans. I wouldn't be upset if he's the the guy they hire. Um, right. I also think Unless like he is the most likely to be hired. Yeah. So point. start being prepared. Just like, we'll probably just pump the script out right now. Yeah. Uh, he's got a relationship with, with George Payton. And um, he's been really, really good with the Dallas defense this year. Um, I think some people, yeah, I know. Yeah, he lost 28-3. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Do you think if Dan Quinn were in the Super Bowl again and he had a 28-3 to lead, do you think he would make the same mistake? I don't. I don't. I think he's learned. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, it's, um, you know, was it, was it Dan Quinn like, yes, obviously some of the blame for that game uh, belongs to Dan Quinn. Um, a lot of the blame for getting to the Super Bowl in the first place uh, goes to Dan Quinn, too. 
Um, or was it, you know, mostly Kyle Shanahan who was calling plays uh, in that fateful second half? And the same Kyle Shanahan who also blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter of another Super Bowl. Uh, something to think about. Okay. Another question for you, Will. Yep. Um, thank you, Wilson, the ghost. Mike Zimmer expected to be fired by the Vikings tomorrow. George Payton has a relationship with Mike Zimmer, and I've seen on Twitter that there's a chance Payton would want him to come in to be defensive coordinator. If you had to choose between, say, a new head coach comes in, just say it's Dan Quinn, and he's got the choice of sticking with Ed Donatel or bringing in Mike Zimmer to be defensive coordinator, do you want to stick with Donatel or do you want to change at defensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, it's a little tricky to me um, just because you know Donatel has been the defensive coordinator, but this move would likely make him the primary play caller, which he hasn't been doing. That, that's been Vic Fangio calling the plays on defense and doing a really good job with it um, as far as I'm concerned. So I don't know. Uh, continuity, it, continuity feels good you know, when you're coming off having a really good defense, but the Broncos also opted for continuity uh, back in 2017 when Wade Phillips left, they promoted defensive backs coach Joe Woods to be the defensive coordinator and play caller. That didn't work out. I think he squandered a lot of talent on defense. Um, so you don't know. You, you just don't know about Donatello as a, as a play caller necessarily. Um, you, do the, you do know that Mike Zimmer is, is really good. And we forget about that too, because the last time uh, he was a defensive coordinator was in Cincinnati and he got a lot out of those Cincinnati defenses um, and was a really, really gifted coordinator uh, for quite a few years over there. So um, ultimately I, I think I'd, I'd feel better with Zimmer, but there's definitely a lot of upside uh, to keeping Donatel. And there's a lot of familiarity there, which um, yeah, <clears throat> feels nice, especially when you're coming off of a really, really great defensive year. And to answer Paul for a seven and ten team. Yeah, I know defense was really good this year. And to answer Paul's question, what's Ed's relationship with the players? It is good. It is very good right now. Uh, you saw, like I you saw. Uh, I mean, I think Vic's. I think Fangio's relationship with the players was also good. You yeah. saw Shelby Harris taking to Twitter, telling Broncos fans to basically shut the fuck up and stop criticizing Fangio for kicking the I, field goal. I agree. Well, I don't know about kicking the field goal, but um, the, the Fangio, like the victory lap after firing Vic Fangio feels um, just kind of like unwarranted, a little bit in bad taste. Like the Broncos had coaches that, you know, you fire Josh McDaniels and that's worth the victory lap. And yeah. You feel really good about that. You fire Vance Joseph and to a lesser degree, you know, you feel very relieved. Vic Fangio, though, it, it was not, um, you know, a slam dunk that he was going to get fired. It's not a slam dunk that he should get fired. Um, but you do feel good about having the opportunity for change. Yeah. But it's, I agree. you know, there's no reason to dance on his grave. That just feels no. stupid. Yeah. Save your dancing for Pat Shermer's grave. Is Trevor all Lawrence just made an incredible play 
and it's yeah, it's twenty three to three, Jacksonville that over touchdown. the Colts. So, um, and the, the goddamn Steelers, uh, if you know the the score holds up in Jacksonville, all they need to do is beat the Ravens with Tyler Huntley, and the Ravens with Tyler Huntley are knocking on the door here uh, to go up two scores. It's a weird. Be the Ravens would go to the playoffs with Tyler. Huntley. Yeah, the Colts lose, the Ravens go in, and then potentially, I think the Raiders. Something with the Chargers Raiders game would have to happen. I think the Raiders would have to beat the, the Chargers. Chargers. Okay, which they would yeah. already have a spot locked up, so that might not be something they really care about. No. Uh. We talked about Kellen Moore before. He's interesting. Seems a little young, especially well, if you get a veteran QB coming in. Yeah, I mean, Gerard Mayo's a little young, too. Yeah, but Gerard Mayo looks like a man. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's literally just uh, appearances. Kellen Moore looks like a boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Gerard Mayo was Gerard Mayo's younger than you. He was born in 1986. Yeah, so he's only two years younger than me. Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore's four. A good four. <laughs> Kellen Moore just turned seven years old. Um, Kellen Moore just looks like he should have like a lollipop in his mouth at all times. I don't know how to – I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> hey, mister, I got a lollipop. <laughs> He doesn't have a single wrinkle on his face. I think he needs to start like smoking cigarettes um, or just like do some hard drinking for a couple of years. That up, ep- like that ep- some age episode of Seinfeld where Kramer yeah. ages yeah. because he turns his apartment into a smoking lounge. Yeah, oh, I think man. I think he might need that. You know what they say, quarterback don't crack. That's right. Do you got three? Who are your top three choices for head coach, Will? Hackett. Agree. Um, I'll put Quinn up there. Okay. Just because I think he's an underrated choice. Um, And that's tough. That's that's really tough. Um, Maybe Leftwich. Yeah, I like the I like the upside there. I like um, I just feel like he's I, I talked about this in the last one, but he's had a lot of ups and downs in the NFL, and I think that creates a strong leader. I like Leftwich as well. He's forty one, long, lots of experience in the NFL. Spent two mm. years with with Brady on a team that had offensive talent. He's really like if you want to give Nathaniel Hackett credit for getting, you know, the best out of Aaron Rodgers, I think what Byron Leftwich and Brady have done together, also impressive. Brady's yeah. played, you know, very well the last two years. His the 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 way they attack defenses, they're very aggressive. They throw a ton in the red zone. Like uh, I mean, you know, part of that's because you have Mike Evans and you can just uh, from the two yard line just do this and Mike Evans will catch the touchdown. 
but like if you're talking about a guy who'd probably approach the offense a lot in a different fashion than what we've seen with Pat Shermer, I think uh, Leftwich provides some upside there. And I think like one thing to keep in mind, what, what I noticed from the Broncos Chiefs game was that the offense looked a lot better with a quarterback who can make plays with his legs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Drew Locke did not play particularly well as a passer in that game, but the Broncos scored more points than we've seen recently. He made some plays with his legs, two rushing touchdowns. Now, him and Judy missed a connection early that some people will blame Judy for, some people will blame Locke for, whatever you want to say. It was just, just a tiny bit off. It would have been a big play. It would have made Drew Locke's stats look quite a bit better. Uh, missed another deep throw in that in that game. What I'm saying is like the offense, even if the next whoever the next quarterback is, if they can make some plays with their legs, I think you just it helps it just helps your team score points. And maybe that's a young guy where they're relying on their legs a little bit and they help grow and develop into that position. Or maybe it is a guy like Russell Wilson who is an aggressive passer and also, you know, every now and then we'll, we'll bust off those runs. And honestly, early early in the season when Teddy was having success, he was doing that more. And unfortunately, yeah. the last time he did it is when he suffered that horrific concussion. So uh, that was kind of my takeaway. It doesn't make me think Drew Locke should be like the starter moving forward, but just felt like they were getting something different out of the offense. And I think that's just kind of what we're waiting for at this point. Yeah. I mean, I was just about to advocate for signing Tyler Huntley. And then he threw, as you were speaking, he threw an interception in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, against the Steelers. So, He's yeah, not I mean, I, I think good today. The, the Drew Locke thing, um, I think it proves you don't need to necessarily, you know, have an offense where you incorporate a bunch of quarterback runs in it. But, you know, when every when everybody on defense is playing man and they've got their backs turned, um, yeah. and the the pass rush breaks contain, it's a huge huge weapon to have a guy who can you know, take what the defense is giving him on the ground, uh, yeah. and then finish off runs too. That, that was really uh, you know impressive from from Drew Log. And, and you know you want someone kind of like um, like Ryan Tannehill who just like adds right. An extra Correct. dimension, especially in the red zone, because the Broncos, you know, have, you know, bad teams in general struggle in the red zone, and just yeah. having that extra club in your bag, um, I think, makes your your offense so much more dangerous. Um, it's- of course, this is a podcast that is um, advocated for Carson Strong all season, <laughs> and has yeah. uh, you know lamented uh, losing Peyton Manning a few years ago, so. Um, we don't always know what we're talking about here or what we want, but I, yesterday did did show us how valuable it is to have a quarterback who can who can make plays with his legs. It's not Correct. the first thing, obviously. Like you know, <laughs> first and foremost, you got to you know move the chains with your arm. But um, yeah, I Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Locke showed it yesterday in, in I different occasions. Right. I think what you said that's smart. There is it's a quarterback who identifies when he should run with the football because the pass is not there or it's just the the best probability on that play to to succeed is running. 
Yeah. And it felt it's it feels like the Broncos have not had that for a while. You can <laughs> when you have a strong rushing attack as well, like the Broncos, and say that's taken away, and you're forcing the team to try and beat you with the pass, but then you have a quarterback who's starting to chunk yards away at you running. It just really fucks the defense a little it's bit. It's demoralizing. It makes it, it's really demoralizing. It makes it super Especially hard if they're, down. if they're shutting down the run and they're shutting down the pass, but then your quarterback starts just moving the chains with his legs. One of those other two things is going to open up. And, you know, the Broncos were running the ball pretty effectively against the Chiefs. Uh, you know, it just happened that horrific fumble that went the other way. Changed the outcome. But, again... That loss was the good, the good thing to happen. Broncos will be searching for a new head coach. Quarterbacks that will actually be on the market, I don't know at this point. It feels like Aaron Rodgers is going to either go back to Green Bay or retire. Uh, it feels We're like getting the retirement uh, thing. Have you been spending too much time with Tom? Yeah, probably. I because I heard you guys talking about it on Friday. Um, yeah. No, I, I mean think this is wishful thinking from from the grassy posse. I think if he wins a Super Bowl though, th- that I feel like Aaron Rodgers just might not want to deal with the BS outside of football for another season if he wins a Super Bowl. Um but or maybe he secretly loves the BS. I don't know. He's a wild card. It's a little bit I of a drama queen. Yeah, he's a huge drama queen. But He's a drama queen. I want to be the Broncos quarterback, but I just, yeah, I feel less confident that he's going to be available is my point. The Seahawks have said they're not going to trade Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll and the ownership is meeting next week to decide his fate. If Pete's gone, I think Russell Wilson stays. Uh, If Pete convinces them to stay, maybe Russell forces his way out of there. Those are just two huge question marks. Deshaun Watson's definitely moving. Uh, but I'm Probably I'm not to nec- Carolina or Washington or Miami or Miami or Miami. I yeah I just yeah, don't think the Broncos. I don't think George Payton would be in play with uh, everything that's gone on with Watson off the field. So those are the, the you know those are the big three names out there, and then you're looking at guys like Jimmy G, who will be on the move. Uh, playing through a weird thumb injury today, later today. So as important as the head coach is, quarterback is probably more important. But we'll we'll talk about that more as things progress. I don't know what the hell is going to happen there. Uh, but I feel like we broke it down, Will. Am I missing anything before we get out of here? Continue to watch Sunday football? No, I think you covered it. Um, another name that I don't think we mentioned was Brian Dable, the Bills offensive oh, yeah. coordinator. Um, when I think about it, yeah, I think he'd be on my top three. Um, I'd probably bump Quinn out and then add Brian Dable, Dable to that list. Dable's kind of – he's in a really good spot, though, because I think he is probably the number one head coach candidate around the league, and he's going to have he's going to have his pick. So it just comes down to um, – which teams fire their head coach tomorrow. Um, Cause I think there's a situation where if he doesn't like the destination, if he doesn't um, like the teams out there with vacancies, just stay in Buffalo, wait another season. Um, 
if he likes Denver, I think they'll give him an interview. Um, if for some reason he thinks like, you know, I'd rather go to Jacksonville or something like that, um, more power to him. Or like if Seattle, if the job in Seattle comes open, that's a huge, that's a huge thing because oh yeah, you give a head coach um, an elite quarterback right away with Russell Wilson. So that really, you know, I know you d- you don't have the Jamal Adams picks, oh, yeah. but you don't have to burn a pick on a quarterback now. Dable would probably be a great fit in Seattle. Uh, I think Dan back. Quinn's oh, been God. linked to back to Seattle as well, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, which so, makes sense. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So, like, just <laughs> let's go through all the places that could be looking for new head coaches. Well, Jacksonville's certainly one. They're Jackson. doing interviews. Jacksonville, uh, Houston, Chicago, Las Minnesota, Vegas. Denver, Las Vegas, possibly Seattle. Ooh, could we get crazy? Could Washington be on the list? Would they do that? Uh, I don't know. Not Nate, for sure. Not for sure. I haven't heard any reports. Yeah. Saying, I mean, there's, I always guess... a, there's always a surprise vacancy. Always. Yes. Um, I mean, technically, the Giants could change their mind and fire Joe Judge still. Like, that's not out of the realm of that happens. Yeah, I think there's a good chance. Um, what else? So that's good. This is a uh, tough market to be in to hire mm-hmm. your next head coach. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Here come the fucking Texans. Come on, man. I know this Tennessee is getting needs to step on the. Oh God, there are Chiefs fans there celebrating. Nothing will change until John Elway is fired. The myth that we are a quarterback away needs to stop. Our O line and D line are terrible, and Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson are both liabilities on defense. Okay, I disagree okay, with almost all of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, batting about zero 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 on that uh, comment, but you know what? You paid us, so we'll read it. <laughs> We yes, we definitely read it. Doesn't mean we got to agree with it. Um, all right, Will, I appreciate you joining me on a Sunday. Of course, uh, we'll be working on the best and worst season finale. Probably some more coaches getting canned tomorrow, but uh, buckle up because it's my favorite time of year, January to April. I really, it's my favorite football video making time because it's when all the rumors, when all the bullshit really happens, free agency, the draft, the sexy stuff. And we got playoffs too. And we got playoffs. So yeah, I forgot about playoffs. That, that's Ooh. kind of important as well. Freak. Vikings just take the lead over the Bears. Come on. What is this crap? Ah, Broncos are going to just be stuck at 11 regardless of them moving <laughs> to the Chiefs. This is upsetting. Oh, well. All right. See you guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate the super chats. And may the Broncos get the greatest coach in NFL history with their next hire. Goodbye Good from night. John Elway's ACL. <laughs> Good luck. Mini ACL. We've hit the final week of the pro football regular season. Oh, my gosh. And the college football season is heading to the national championship. Dr- DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook as an unbelievable offer to get all fans in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. New customers can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So let's wind down the season with a big win and a glass of wine. Okay.
or just the win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the faster you can run, and the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best value, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, even at 3.26 a.m. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.